0: So I'm drinking these Chinese herbs at the moment to try and sort of cool down my menstrual cycle because it's fucking raging. And they taste like crap. So there you go. Literally tastes like I'm drinking bark. So I take a sip of the herb and then a big lug of decaf coffee because I've turned into the sort of person that drinks decaf coffee and drinks herbs for breakfast. Who even am I? My 20-something-year-old self would mock me. Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, where we explore how we can better understand our thoughts, feelings and actions, change our results and feel less alone as we navigate this crazy little thing called life. My name is Emily Chadbourne, and I recorded this episode live in my free Facebook group, Unashamedly Human with Emily Chadbourne. If you're not a member yet, Head to the show notes to join this global community, and you'll be able to join me live next week as I record the next episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. Make sure you follow me on Instagram too, Unashamedly Emily, and enjoy this episode. So, today we don't actually have a question because I'd like to talk about intuition. So, intuition is something that I've been obsessed about recently because towards the end of 2020, I failed to follow mine. And it led me to a very stagnant place, a quite uncomfortable place, um, a kind of faithless place, if that makes sense. Like, you know, when you're just like, what's the point? Where's this going? What am I doing? Is it even working? And of course, when you're in that vibrational energy, it's quite a dejected energy. And when you're in that sort of flatness, you vibrate at that level, right? It's the vibration that you are feeling and it's a flat vibration. And of course, because of the law of attraction, what you are, you will attract. And so I found myself and my business going through this real slump. I felt really stagnant, really stuck, really uninspired. And that reflected back at me in all of my results it affected my health because i couldn't really be bothered to work out because it all just felt too hard and i didn't really feel energized enough it affected my finances because it's really hard to attract high quality clients when all you're doing is being like yeah this is what i'm talking about today and that's how you're feeling on the inside it affected how i socialized because i couldn't really be bothered to go out and see my friends even though it was sort of christmas and summer and i just wanted to stay at home because i just couldn't be bothered it affected all of the areas of my life and This is why it's so important for me now to maintain a strong connection with my intuition. And I'd like to share some of that with you today. So if that sounds like something that you are in for and you're watching this live on Instagram, unashamedlyemily, or in my free Facebook group, Unashamedly human with Emily Chadbourne, then throw me in some love hearts. Let me know that you're on board. Let me know that this topic interests you. And if you want to feel free to leave a comment about your own experience with your own intuition, because as always a conversation is much more interesting than a monologue. When we talk about intuition, we're not talking necessarily about like the great knowing. We're not necessarily meaning that we have all of the answers. That's not always what intuition is. And I think people get, really caught up in assuming that intuition is about knowing absolutely everything, knowing all the steps, knowing all the how, knowing with absolute certainty and clarity exactly what to do and exactly when to do it. It's like intuition is meant to give you this fucking roadmap, right? That goes, hey, Emily, on the 23rd of February, you need to do this. On the 24th of February, this is gonna happen. That's not what intuition is. And because that's what we think it is, that's what we look out for. And that's why when we are connected to our intuition, we don't hear it. Because quite often, intuition just goes, not this. It doesn't tell you what, it just tells you not this. Or your intuition will begin to feel uh, like you're feeling like really stuck. That's your intuition going, it's not this. Now you're going, yeah, but then what, right? Because then our head brain jumps in, all the analysis comes in, all of the logic comes in, all of the Listening to what other people think comes in. All of the restriction of your current circumstances comes in. You begin to believe the reality that you've created for yourself. And you begin to think too much. Your intuition is going, something is off. And you're going, well, I don't know what the answer is, logically, in my head. So I'm just going to stay here. Because at least I know this. At least this feels familiar to me. At least I kind of feel safe here, even if I'm not enjoying it. Maybe it will get better. Maybe I'll get a promotion. Maybe he'll stop being a dick. Maybe that will be a better friendship in a six months time or a years time. Maybe it's just a phase. We begin to sit in that sort of wishing and waiting area. It's like flicking through fucking Grazia magazine from 2000, just over and over and over again in the waiting room of life wondering why you feel so stuck in your past, wondering why you can't let go of stuff, wondering why you're beginning to feel bitter, why you're beginning to feel resentful. That's because your intuition is going, hey, not this, it's something else. And you're going, yeah, but what? And while you sit in that space of, yeah, but what? You're not giving yourself the opportunity to take any other action from a place of faith. We get so caught up as human beings with where we're going and what we're doing and what the plan is because we have a desperate need to feel safe. We have a desperate need to be in control. And the more that we try and create the circumstances and the environment for that control to be felt, the more anxiety we feel because now we are putting all of these expectations and prescriptions on what needs to happen in order for us to feel safe and happy you need to behave like that i need to earn that much money the sun needs to fucking rise at this time it can't rain on my wedding day it's like rain on your wedding day um lost my train of thought then alanis took me away from it where was i oh yeah so We begin to create all of these rules and regulations about what will and will not make us happy, despite our intuition going, but I know what's making you unhappy. Quite often our intuition isn't there to tell us what to do. It's there to guide us away from what is not aligned to our soul, what doesn't feel right for us, what doesn't feel good for us, what no longer serves us the box that we're trying desperately to fit ourselves into because our mum said it would be a good career. Our dad said we should go to university. Our friends are all getting married and having children. And we don't step outside of ourselves to go, that just doesn't feel right for me. Now I don't know what is right for me. But while I follow that internal guidance that I have, that leads me to a place of curiosity, it leads me down a path that maybe not many other people have traveled. It leads me to adventure. It leads me to excitement. It leads me to learn lessons. It leads me into the uncomfortable. While I follow that, I build this thing called faith. I allow myself to stand in the area between what I know and what I don't know. And while I'm in that area between what I do know and what I don't know, that ambiguous area, is that the right word? While I'm there, anyway, whatever it's called, ambiguity, ambiguity, yeah. While I'm sitting there in the uncertain, in the unsafe, in the unknown, while I'm there, I cultivate all of these resources that I will need to be able to try out what might be right for me to be able to lead my life with a sense of playful curiosity, to put down the rule book, to stand in my own truth, to make up my own rules, to decide what is gonna be right for me instead of desperately trying to make other people feel happy in my safety. So intuition doesn't always tell you what to do. Quite often it just tells you what not to do. And that's okay when you are disconnected from your intuition or ignoring your intuition, it's very easy for us to uh, build that, or, or amplify that feeling of it's not this though. And that manifests in all sorts of ways. Like I said, quite often we'll end up being a bit bitter, a bit resentful, we begin to seep into real victimhood. We begin to feel like we're trapped by our current circumstances. We begin to blame other people for it. You know, sometimes it's our kids, right? Oh, I can't because of the kids. We blame time. I don't have the time. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm not experienced enough. I've already got enough on my plate. Or we blame money. I don't have the money for that. I'll never be able to afford that. Or we blame ourselves, right? I'm not smart enough. I'm not clever enough. I'm not quick enough. I'm not fast enough. I'm not talented enough. I, I am not enough. Whenever we are saying, not enough, what we're saying, what we're reinforcing to ourselves and therefore manifesting in our reality for ourselves is I am not enough. And so we begin to convince ourselves logically up here in our mind brain that fuck, I'm not enough. And our intuition, which mainly lives in the gut, right? It, it, the the best way to access your intuition is to have your head body, your heart body, and your mind body all aligned. But A lot of what we feel comes from our gut, right? And we just begin to bypass that. We begin to live right up here in our head. Maybe we shut our heart down ages ago because our 16 year old boyfriend cheated on us. Maybe our dad walked out when we were three. Maybe we were bullied in the playground when we were 12. So we've got all these protection mechanisms up around our heart already, right? Fuck you guys. I'm all right on my own. I'm safer on my own. At least I don't get rejected when I'm on my own. So we've got all of this protection armor going on over our heart center. We're eating junk food, we're smoking, we're drinking booze to calm our nerves and wondering why we wake up with a hangover and full-blown anxiety, right? We're stagnant, we're not moving. We feel apathetic about our own lives. So our gut brain is like, (laughs) and everything is going on up here in your head brain the over-analyzing, the desperate need to have an answer, the desperate need to have a guarantee, the need to please other people, the need to prove yourself, the need to be perfect. And so we begin to analyze life from here instead of feeling it through our gut brain or hearing it through our heart. We wanna see all the answers and we wanna see it clearly or we don't feel safe. So when we ignore our intuition, when we are not aligned with our intuition, when we don't give ourselves space and nurture and clarity to access our intuition, it feels like shit. Now that's not to say that following your intuition means you'll always feel great. Because quite often, like I said, intuition will lead you into an area where there is a lot of unknown. Intuition will lead you away from the familiar. And that feels fucking scary as well, right? But at least it's got a vibrancy about it. At least there's a lesson in it. At least there's adventure behind it. At least there's the opportunity to build faith in it. If, like me, you love reading cool stuff, listening to interesting interviews and hearing funny, quirky stories that feel really relatable, then sign up for my famous Friday yay emails. They're jam-packed with awesomeness and if you sign up and you're not into it, you can always unsubscribe. Link in the show notes and I look forward to being in your inbox on Friday. It's Friday. Here's the beautiful thing right about fucking intuition. It's so easy to identify in hindsight. Sitting here and I'm recording this live at the end of February 2021. Sitting here now I can look back over November, December and early January and I can be like of course my intuition was telling me what exactly what to do actually. It was guiding me away from what I needed not to do and it was quite clearly pointing me in the direction of what I did need to do. Now, in hindsight, really easy to notice that, really easy to see it, it's like blindingly obvious. And one of the things that I want to reassure you about with intuition is that it is a process of trial and error. Learning about your intuition and learning how to allow your intuition to guide you is about learning about you. It's like building a new relationship. You don't go out on a date with a guy or a girl. And then like at the end of the first date, you know everything about them. You know how they like their eggs. You know how they sleep in bed. You know what their laundry day underwear is. You don't know that stuff. That stuff you learn over time. And a lot of us aren't in a particularly symbiotic and connected relationship with ourselves. And so part of the process of connecting to your intuition is trial and error. It is sitting in contemplation. It is sitting in reflection. It is sort of looking at yourself and being like, wow, okay, that's what that was. Now I've got a reference point. Now I've got a little bit of evidence. Now I've got a memory. I've got something I can recollect and be like, oh, that was my intuition. So when I feel like that again, instead of ignoring it for months on end, I can be like, hang on a minute. I felt this feeling before. What happened last time? Now, what if I followed this feeling of not this? what would happen then? Would it be scary? Yes. Does it lead me into the unknown? Yes. But was I okay last time? Yeah. Actually last time it worked out really, really well. Might've been uncomfortable, but it took me to this whole other world, this whole other experience, it opened up all these other opportunities for me. So actually last time I was fine. So what would happen if I followed it this time? And that is part of the process of connecting to your intuition is allowing yourself to recognize when you haven't done it in the past and to be okay with that and to not beat yourself up for that and to be in compassion with yourself for that. Because it's okay that you're getting it wrong. You're a human being, you're not gonna be getting it right. This whole experience is one experience after another of getting shit wrong (laughs) so that you can start getting it slightly less wrong in some areas of your life. But you're not gonna be getting it right as a human being. That's why everything I do comes under the brand of Unashamedly Human because as much as I am a soul having this human experience, the human part of me is getting it really fucking wrong. Now my soul is having a little giggle on the inside being like fucking Emily Chadbourne, the incarnation of Emily Chadbourne. what a fucking joke. Jeez, this girl's funny, right? And not in a ha-ha comedian way, but just in a like, my soul is like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And that's okay, it's fine. I'm working stuff out as I go along and I'm tripping up a lot and I'm failing a lot. And it's got to be okay because otherwise I'll stay where I am. And when I stay where I am, when I refuse to grow, when I refuse to evolve, when I refuse to follow the adventure, I get stagnant. And when I get stagnant, that manifests in all of the areas of my life. It manifests in my health, manifests in my social circle, manifests in my relationships, it manifests in just the way I wake up in the morning. So it's okay to fuck it up. In fact, it's mandatory to fuck it up. One of the reasons I think that we don't hear our intuition very well is because we are very busy listening to the opinions of others. We are very busy buying into the human constructs of time and money and capitalism. Um, I also think we drown out a lot of our intuition. And again, this comes back to like, what are we not allowing ourselves to hear through our heart because we've been rejected in the past or because we've got abandonment issues or because we're highly codependent. So. So much of connecting to your intuition is allowing yourself to do the emotional healing work that allows you to know yourself. Because while you are protecting yourself from other people, while you've got that defense mechanism up, while you've got that barrier between you and other, you're also creating that barrier around your heart, which stops you from hearing your own truth. Very easy for a head to buy into the constructs of education or the constructs of time or the construct of money, these are things that are made up in our human two d experience because when we look at the quantum world, those things don't exist money is m- most money is just stored on a computer it 's not real it 's not tangible you can't hold it in your hand it's something like ninety one point seven percent of the world's global wealth is just a number in a computer. It's not even real. We made it up. It doesn't grow from the ground. It's just a construct. And when we believe the constructs of things like time, it is linear, it is moving forward day by day by day. The past is done. The present is now. The future hasn't happened yet. While we believe that construct, it's really hard to trust our knowing because we feel like, well, I'm not, I don't have a a crystal ball, right? So I can't like... I can't know what's happening in the future because it hasn't happened yet. So we begin to discard that voice of intuition. We don't believe it because it hasn't happened yet. So it can't be real. But when we begin to look at time from the quantum viewpoint, because the universe is infinity, the universe is infinite, right? There's no beginning, there's no end as far as we know in our very limited understanding of the universe and the multiverses outside of this universe. So time is in an infinite loop, which means that everything that has happened, everything that is happening and everything that will happen is already happening all in one big quantum soup. So when your intuition is guiding you, and for some people, it does guide them very elegantly and very clearly. But for a lot of us, myself included, who's still quite new at this, it just tends to be a moving away from as opposed to a moving towards. When that happens, because we feel like, oh, I can't predict the future. No, no, no this, I shouldn't know this, right? We just discard it. But actually, when we begin to understand that our future has already happened, all of the infinite possibilities are already out there. And our soul, our intuition is going... I know this has happened because I've already seen it because our soul transcends human time. Our soul transcends our human incarnation. So our soul is, it's a knowingness. It's like a familiar knowingness of just like, yeah, I know it's not this. It's really certain, but we discount it in our heads because how can we possibly know? Because according to human time construct, it hasn't happened yet. So it's just something to start playing with. It's a bit mind-bendy. I completely, like when I first started looking at quantum time, I was a bit like, nah, come on. Who's had too much fucking acid, eh? Who just hasn't come back from rainbow serpent quite right and just like, whoop, whoop, stuck in the loop. But actually, when you really look at it scientifically, there is a lot of research to support this. And it does tend to make sense in my experience of being... Emily Chappell the human incarnation. And the more that I play with the construct of time, the more I begin to see that it is very easily manipulated by me. I'm in a symbiotic relationship with time, right? I am the observer of time. And while I just sit as the observer, as the observer of time, time controls me. But while I begin to understand that I have great power and I can shift my relationship with time, then time and I become a dance, as opposed to I'm just at the mercy of it. This does not mean that I can stop getting Botox (laughs) because you know, time, right? But when we look at it from that quantum place, I get to decide how quickly money comes to me. I get to decide how the speed that the impact that I'm making through my vibrational frequency. So something to think about. And if you wanna poo poo it, poo poo it. If that's too much for you right now, all good man. Like you don't, and you don't have to believe this. This is all a working hypothesis for me. It's just my area of interest at the moment and what I currently hold to be true. And I'm always willing to be proved wrong. I'm always willing to learn something different and to shift my perspective on it. So, you know, just play with Your own thoughts around it and just see what happens. Like, experiment with it. One of the reasons, and I just want to close with this, and I'm going to jump back into the questions again. One of the reasons I think that we don't follow our intuition is because we believe time, but it's also because it is really scary. There is a certain amount of courage and bravery that you are going to need to summon up to follow your intuition. Because quite often, like I said, it's going to lead you down a path that doesn't really make sense, or it might buck the trend, It might ne- not be what society deems to be the norm. And I think we've seen a huge... Massive shift, it's so hard for us to see as our human incarnation, because we only know what we know in the human experience, right? But when you look back at the history of human beings, the shift that has been made over the last two or three, four generations has been quantum. It has been huge in a very short, we've already started manipulating time as a species, right? We spent bloody, centuries and centuries and centuries living in, especially here in the West, in the, in the patriarchy and in the hierarchy. You were born into a class system. You died in that class system. Women weren't considered citizens. Rich stayed rich, poor stayed poor. Black people were slaves. There has been a huge shift in humanity recently. We've still got a fucking huge way to go. And don't you worry about that. It's all happening. It's all gonna happen. It is coming. And we continue to be in the action of that comingness, without doubt. But we've got to stop every now and then and be like, we've done quite a lot, haven't we? That's pretty good. How we have transcended so quickly, the conversations that we are having, the technology that we are producing. Now we need to be careful, right? Because. If we don't start doing something very quickly and very acutely about how we are treating our precious resource of earth, then we're all fucked. But there is great potential for us if we are willing on an individual level to do the work, which will make a global change. And that means not just complying. I'm not talking about go out and revolt. I'm talking about check in with yourself. What would make you happy? What would make you delighted? What would make you creative? What would you make you more compassionate? What would make you fall in love with you? Because when you fall in love with you, it's so much easier to tolerate other people. It's so much easier to be in compassion with other people. It's so much easier to see our unique oneness that binds every human being before we see opinion, before we see division, before we see difference. And that unity is the only thing that's gonna save the human race. And that starts with an individual journey with yourself, connecting to your intuition and listening to what does not feel good for you right now. And from that space, you take a step in any fucking direction and then you calibrate from that place and then you take another step and you calibrate again and you take another step and you take another step. And eventually this alignment between your, your head brain, your heart brain and your gut brain begins to come into like this beautiful channel where you feel connected, not just to the earth itself, but to the universe as well. And you can feel that channel running through you. It takes some work and it takes some effort, it takes a dedicated spiritual practice. It doesn't happen overnight, it's not gonna happen just because you listen to this podcast. If you wanna know more about it, join the hub. But I think that that is the thing that is going to save humanity, is when we all learn to put down what we have created in the construct of humanness and begin to ask ourselves, what does my soul crave here? Light, air, love, connection, belonging, kindness. And those are the things we need to be fighting for. And we don't fight from a place of fear. We fight from a place of knowingness and we fight from a place of love and we fight from a place of compassion because we're not just fighting for ourselves. We're fighting for each other. Even in our differences, I will fight for you because we are one. Would you like daily text messages of support, positivity and love sent personally from me straight to your phone? Then sign up for Wake Up With Em. It's the affirmation service you didn't know you needed. The first month is free if you follow the link in the show notes. Good morning. You're awesome. So that's what I want to say about intuition. Just going to jump into the comments. Thank you for the reminder. I'll tune into this today. This is so helpful and we tell ourselves stories of what the future will be. Yes, we try and predict the future all the time. There's the irony, right? We try and predict the future all of the time. We catastrophize, we worry, we look for the worst case scenario because we think if we know the worst case scenario, we'll be more prepared, but what we don't realize is that by assuming the worst case scenario, we begin to live viscerally and biochemically in our body the worst case scenario. Therefore, we vibrate at the worst case scenario. Therefore, we're more unlikely to invite the worst case scenario. careful of your thoughts, ma'am. There's a huge module, like massive banging module in the hub, which is all about managing your mind. Because your thoughts are important, what you think you will believe and what you believe you will be. As always, if you love this episode, please share it. Share the shit out of it. Don't just share it, share the shit out of it. Throw it to a friend, pop it on your Instagram. You can always tag me unashamedlyemily and use the hashtag unashamedlyhuman. And I will see you all again for another live recording next Thursday, 8am. Go in peace, love and serve yourselves so that you can be at peace, love and serve the world. That's it for today's episode. I trust you loved it. And remember, you can join me as I record these episodes live. All of the details are in the show notes. If you love this episode, I'd really appreciate you sharing it on your socials. And please tag me, Unashamedly Emily. You can also share it through Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, then please rate and review. It really helps other people find this valuable content. And as always, nothing beats a good bit of word of mouth. So let your mates know all about this podcast. If you're interested in joining my global coaching community, the Unashamedly Human Hub, check out the link in the show notes. See you in the next episode and keep being brave.